0: Hey, y'all. You're listening to another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast, where we discuss all things about bettering self and spirit to empower self and the community, but from a homegirl just-like-you perspective. And before I get started, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, Out of tens of thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to limit your ears once a week uh, for about an hour or so normally, and I uh, hella appreciate that. So today's episode is off schedule, guys. I know. I've been off schedule twice, maybe three times already. Uh, spirit has been guiding me to speak, and when spirit speaks, I speak, okay? When I'm guided, I have to speak. I can't go on the schedule I want to go on, um, which is Homegirl Thursdays. A lot of you know, but here we are. Uh, Mercury Retrograde is coming up, and let me double-check the dates because I knew the the issue that I'm speaking on now, I, I would like to blame it on Mercury Retrograde, but accountability is accountability, and I just can't let that ride. I refuse to let that ride. So we might be heading towards a shadow phase of uh, Mercury retrograde as it doesn't start until, let me see here, June 18th. Normally Mercury stops moving and Mercury stays put and they go into shadow phase to prepare to go uh, retrograde for a few weeks and then it goes back through the same degrees and then it stays in post shadow phase where it stays for another couple of weeks and then the actual mercury retrograde entire phase is over um so i was trying to see maybe this girl tripping because ma- maybe it's some with mercury retrograde but no it's just her running her mouth and i know what she's talking about so let me get started with who this woman is that i'm referring to samantha katie james samantha katie james is um, a woman who does not know what she's talking about and she appears to be a spiritual elitist as well as a spiritual racist yes you can be spiritually racist and I'm going to explain how she's both elitist and racist spiritually speaking in just a moment so let's talk about who this woman is first okay she's a Scorpio woman uh, shout out to the Scorpios. This is not a slight on y'all, a slight on y'all, because we know how Scorpios and other signs can be when they're imbalanced. Clearly, this woman is not balanced. So we're not going to hold this against Scorpio women, okay? Because usually when women that are, have Scorpio sons are balanced, they are um, highly, highly intuitive, very powerful, very empathetic. Samantha, Katie James is neither of those three. So we're not going to discount Scorpio women, okay? Shout out to my Scorpio women. I love y'all. All of y'all, the Phoenix and the Scorpion. I love y'all. Okay, so she was crowned Miss Universe Malaysia in 2017. She's a beauty queen, um, which means that she knows how to turn it on and off. Beauty queens and me being in the in the pageant world, I can speak, honey. So I, when I when I say I got time today, I got time. Because I know what it's like in the pageant world because you have to be on point. There's a level of coaching. There's a level of political correctness that has to be displayed in order to be... Um, palatable by not only the audience but the judges that are determining whether you get a crown or not or placement or not or advancement to the next round or not so me being me in my own experience I can relate to this woman because I know she has to be indoctrinated to a certain degree in order to get accepted by whatever it is she's doing she's also an actress so I'm just like okay cool no problem she's multifaceted, no big deal but again pageant wise She's supposed to say the right answer. And the fact that she didn't even figure this out in her own platform lets me know she might need to jump back in one of those coaches chairs and figure out what to say and how to say it. And to make sure that she doesn't offend people because she she's she's screwed up here. She screwed up here. Or maybe she's just being herself. You know, maybe she don't want to be doing the pageant girl stuff today. Maybe she just wants to be her and be uh, superficial and have the look and not the substance. And that's that is what it is. But. She is a mixed ethnicity, Chinese and Brazilian international model and actress. We're not going to talk about, we're not going to attack her on that regard, okay? That's not what I'm going to do. Um, she has never met a biological father. Her biological mother left her in a foster care from the age of 2 to 17. Wow. that I I can only imagine how traumatic that is. Not having access to your family? Wow. Okay. And I'm not saying that to, to shade her. That, that, is, that is traumatizing. It is. Um, wow. She's worked as a model since the age of 17. She speaks uh, fluent Malay and English. Okay, so she speaks fluent English in Malay, but she doesn't speak fluent in empathy. Okay, so we that's one language she's not fluent in that she probably needs to learn. Um, she's a pescatarian. Okay, um, let's see. She was an actor. Uh, she did Universe, Miss Universe Malaysia. Uh, she was a fan favorite, but she failed to make a placement, probably because some judges seen through them answers she was talking about. Um, so with that being said, let's just get to why people are mad. I woke up this morning and I kept seeing this name, Samantha Katie, Samantha Katie, because remember, we live in different worlds, you feel me? And I don't really pay attention to uh, Miss Universe and things like that. So when I seen her, I said, who is this woman? I've never heard this woman a day in my life. I've never heard of her name before. So I did some research and I went to her profile and I saw very quickly why people were upset. And I said, oh, okay. She's next on my episode. She's next. Because she clearly, clearly does not get it. Uh, Let me get all of my receipts together and we will commence the respectful dragging in just a moment. Now that I got my receipts and there's still I have my own receipts, but she still has these up and maybe she hasn't had time to delete them yet. um, Because, you know, in Malaysia, the time difference from L.A. could be different. So it all starts with a post that I see from 13 hours ago as of the time of this recording and it's a repeat, a repeat of uh, a repost, excuse me, of we are we, we the ether. And she's saying activism looks like dot, dot, dot. It's a photo saying um, I think this is Bruce Lee saying, learn to discipline your emotions, because if you don't, your enemies will use them against you. I can believe that I can I can understand as a blanket, as a blanket statement free of independent circumstances. That's a cute statement. Because it can be true. It can be true. But the way history is set up and the way other people are set up, that isn't always the best call of action uh, when it comes to just letting people get to you. Sometimes emotion and the response out of that emotion brings about change. Prime example the outrage surrounding George Floyd's death has clearly led to an arrest. It may be a, an arrest just to shut us up until they perpetuate a system that we all know and have come to be used to, which is they arrest and they don't convict and they go free. So even if it's to perpetuate that system, they at least know, okay, these people doing stuff, they doing too much. Let's just arrest them and see what happens. Let's just arrest one of them. Let's just get one of them in jail. Maybe that will satisfy him, maybe they won't. So we see like stuff outrage, which is fueled by emotion, can... Get something done, regardless of the intention of how they're going to do it in the end. It can get things done here in America. So I thought it was kind of interesting. This is a statement that really had me laughing. I was like, "Oh, this is why people are mad because this girl don't know what she's talking about." Samantha Katie James lacks the depth or range to have a conversation, but her ego allows her to want to have it anyway, and that's one of the prime things that you have to look for when it comes to a spiritual elitist. Now, whether you be- you become a spiritual racist in that um, that conversation, that determines on what you says and what you say, and she made herself a spiritual racist by what she said. So um, she said. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It is funny because it doesn't. You're going to be like, what? What? She says, I don't live in America. It has nothing to do with me. But to me, it seems like the quote whites won. That's just the first statement, y'all. Let's break this down. She literally just said she don't live in America and it has nothing to do with her. But to her, she going to talk on a situation that she don't know nothing about. And it still has nothing to do with her, but it sounds like the quote unquote whites won. Why would you, with all of your pageant training, jump in a conversation that you do not have the depth or range or competency to speak about? I said in my last episode passion and competency go hand in hand, Samantha. You don't have the competency to speak on this with the passion you might have it for. You need to sit this one out. You're not American. You do not know the experience, even if you were transplanted or immigrated from somewhere else. If you don't live here as a transplant, as an immigrant, as a citizen. You don't know what it's like. You cannot talk on this. Nobody won in your eyes because you don't know what it is over here. You don't have the ability to say who won and who lost. So that's just one sentence. She says, but if you're angry, you respond in rage and anguish. That means it has power over you. All caps, they have power over you. This is a prime example of when people just don't know when to not say nothing. She had to say something. She really, she even knew. She was self-aware, y'all. She's self-aware enough to know that she probably shouldn't butt in, but she's immature, enough to know or not know when to not to have the discussion so here we have a conflict of somebody trying to contribute but don't have nothing of meaning or substance to contribute to the conversation so what they're gonna contribute trash trash so she says it seems to me like the white swan first off let me make something very clear to you samantha and i know you may or may not be listening But let me make this clear to anybody who thinks like her, because this episode is just as much for your spiritually elitist and racist ass as much as it is for her. I was at a protest yesterday. And if you ain't been to one of these protests, you can't tell me nothing about what's going on on the front line because you ain't there. If you ain't outside, don't speak on what's outside because you don't have the experience. And again, the depth and the range, that's going to be the theme of this episode, depth and range. You're going to hear it a lot because she doesn't have it. So with that being said, when you don't have the depth of the ranch to speak on what's going on on the front line, you don't know who's winning or who's losing because you are not present. So with that being said, at the protest I was at yesterday, I saw two potential instances of that protest that was peaceful and it was solid between all types of races. Everybody got along, everyone stood alongside each other, nobody had static. But what did I see? Two white men escalated the first instance after chanting multiple people of multiple races mostly black but multiple races as well of people that were murdered at the hands of the police and after doing a roll call of different races that were for black lives Cambodians, Filipinos, um, brown lives white lives even after that roll call and after that solidarity, that action of solidarity between the collective group of thousands of people that I was in the dead center of that I could say i seen, one white man with a beer bottle in his hand said, yeah, let's lose some shit. And when I say i seen three kings press him to the point where he got uncomfortable and left. Instance number one. Instance number two, by this point, the police had made a line and they're in battle stance with their clubs. And I know at the time they was probably had a plan in their ear to determine what would happen if things got out of hand. What do I see? Two white people tagging the car, a police SUV, and another one bashing out the windows. Everyone's telling him, hey, 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 chill out. Don't do that. He's like, nah, let's break some shit. Fuck that. Blah, 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 blah. And they let him through. Now, I will say this. I really wish they had a stocked him because that situation is what makes these protests turn violence. That's what makes these issues become escalated to where we forget about the issue at hand, which is a peaceful protest because of injustice. And what was that caused by or potentially caused by two white men, three white men in this case, because they're escalating it. The whites whine. Samantha, you don't even know the system here to determine how it's going down. Two to three white men. We're going to escalate the same stuff that you you sat there and sneered your nose at. So you don't even know what's going on here. If you're angry, you respond in rage and anguish. That's pretty normal, baby. If somebody disrespected you and mistreated you or your family, you would be a liar. A liar. If you said that you wouldn't feel any kind of anger or rage or anguish. Because the thing is, Samantha and people that think like her. These instances are always one chance away from being close to your home. And if it isn't close to your home, sometimes you feel it because you can relate to that person that did not get a fair shot or did not even get the justice of being taken to the police station. They were murdered on the street because, you know, that could easily be somebody, you know. People that are angry and and feel the anguish and the rage rather than sit there and say, oh, they controlled your emotions. Why not get off of your spiritual high horse and figure out what has caused the rage and the anguish? I know for some of y'all new agers, that's a little too deep for y'all. Because y'all rather stay on that 3D, 5D BS that y'all like to use as a spiritual measure system to determine how evolved somebody is. So I know that's too much work for y'all because it requires you to use your brains and your hearts. And not that little uh, meme ready uh, list of affirmations or that that little list of uh what what you misusing uh buddhism context you know or misusing buddhist ideas out of context like i know that's too it's too much for y'all to really think and and really understand human suffering on every level even when it's a level that you don't identify with but you have to at some point if you really want to be um as spiritual as you claim because like i've said before in the last episode we may not all be compatible as me and you samantha james and people that think like her we are not compatible but we're all connected and one thing that does connect us unfortunately has been suffering oppression and injustice and the fact that y'all are so fake spiritual that y'all forget that common thread because it's not pretty enough for y'all because it's not peace and light enough for y'all that lets me know that you guys have a lot of growing to do That means it has power over you. They have power over you. See, that's it's just it's just so easy to regurgitate these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so it's like social media got us so easy to just regurgitate stuff that we don't even critically think about the stuff that we regurgitate before we spit it back out. And that's just in y'all. This is just the first the first thing I see of her own words. And she got more. Let's continue. Then she reposts the same thing, talking about foolish humans. Last I checked, Samantha Katie James, 25 human age years. You are, you a human too. Reminder, in case y'all didn't forget, don't let these liars tell y'all that the spirit and the human existence are separate in terms of just you have to have one or the other. No, you have both. You have a body. It's human. There's a spirit, yes, but it's in a human body, which means guess what? You have a human spirit uh, as well as a spiritual experience at the same time. Anybody that thinks otherwise has not, honestly, let me not even say that. People that think like Samantha when they say foolish humans, that is a, do you, did y'all, I mean, is that not elitist to you or not? Foolish humans. You're foolish. You're wrong. You're not intelligent. That's elitist. Then she tries to clean it up. At this point, I think Samantha's intelligent enough to know that she has probably overstepped her bounds. But how you overstep your bounds and how you rectify the overstepping of the bounds is really what makes you... um, It really makes your character. It shows your character, right? And it really, in this case for me, would have shown me how deep or how not of uh, of a spiritual racist or a spiritual elitist she was. She chose to go... Uh, the first rounder showing me how how she was, but she tries to clean it up and clarify. It says, "I don't mean the riots, I mean everyone else who has nothing to do with it." But so busybody, most people mindlessly follow what the masses do, creating unnecessary anguish. Let's break this down again. Again, she's not in America. She does not know the climate. She does not know what's going on. I feel like this. Like I said, regardless of whether you have immigrated here. Whether your family is documented, undocumented, regardless if you're a citizen, homegrown, regardless of that experience. Those people that I mentioned in those groups, that means they live here. They know what's going on. If you travel here for a concert or if you traveled here to America for a pageant or if you travel here, here and they, you had a boo out here, you didn't live here. If you didn't live here, you can't speak. And if she's ever lived out here in America, that's even more embarrassing because she doesn't know. She lives here and still didn't peep it, which means she's ignorant. She's blind. To what's going on. So she tries to clean it up and says I don't mean the riot. I mean everyone else who has nothing to do with it. Okay so I feel like this is a miss. She's misspeaking here. Because honestly. If she's not talking about the riot. She's talking about the protests. I would think. So if you're talking about the protests that are caused by the anger and the anguish. That lets me know that you don't care about our suffering. You don't care about. Uh, human suffering at the hands of oppression, um, systematic oppression, individual oppression, um, abuse of power, things like that. You don't you don't really care about that. You're mad because we're mad about our family being hurt. Wow. Um, most people mindlessly follow what the masses do, creating unnecessary anguish. Honestly, Samantha, if you had used that time to pivot to talk about the people that were not about the protests and were about uh, unnecessary uh, violence and unnecessary uh, destruction. Then yeah, you could have you could've you could have probably said something like that. But some people just wanna talk so much they don't know what they're talking about. So let's go to the next slide. Oh, now I could be petty and bring up the monkey see monkey do point, Samantha, because you left yourself wide open for that. Because um, you know, monkey see monkey do could be taken as a racial slur. I'm gonna give I don't even I don't even feel offended by that. Um, because she really She's really that dumb when it comes to uh, racial inequality issues. Uh, so I'm going to, you know, that, that's such an easy point to get her on. That's too easy. Let's get more critical, shall we? Next one. Here at this point, is a screenshot. Someone said, they do. That's why people have to fight to be heard. How else to respond to injustice if not with rage and anguish? Looking at how bad everything is going right now. At this point, she has some sense of class. And she does not blast this person by name. She just screenshots it. She kind of blacks it out. And then the girl says, uh, Samantha says, fighting never solves anything. So here you have one person attempting to educate her, more than likely an American, saying, what do you expect them to do? They're not, I mean, how else do you expect them to respond? She just says, fighting never solves anything. That's a very blanket statement, again, to use. So if fighting doesn't solve systematic racism and oppression, Samantha Caddy James, how do you think... With your sage spiritual wisdom, how should we approach this? Since you got all the answers, you're sexual yourself, you're not American. Um, and it seems like, okay, so based on what you don't know, but feel comfortable enough to speak like you do know, how should we solve this? And usually people that say fighting never solves anything, never have a solution for anything else. Stay woke, y'all. We're breaking it down. Then at this point, she finds, um, and this is my favorite part of psychoanalyzing a spiritualist and racist because they like to they normally move in the same pattern when people are pr- applying heat and pressure uh, because they know they're wrong rather than correct the thoughts they try to deflect and even press how spiritually are even more so she says am i happy yes i'm happy i'm happy because it's spring i'm happy because people are having babies i'm happy for a million reasons Am I sad? Yes, I'm sad. I'm sad because every 45 seconds, a child is dying needlessly from hunger and the amount of inhumanity among humans to each other and to other species. In this moment, I'm both happy and sad. As long as you try to stay in the world of polarities, happy, sad, dark, light, positive, negative, good, and evil, you cannot experience the richness of the moment which lies just behind the two. Y'all stop letting these people tell y'all how to experience life because the moment is in, it's a totality of all moments in those polarities the experience in my experience and again my truth is not your truth it's not the truth this is my truth but what I don't like seeing is folks trying to tell others what the richness is of the moment because they don't want to, um, others to feel a certain way as long as you try to stay in the sad and the dark I have had some really good moments come out of some sadness dark times negative evil moments and I have been happy For those moments. So it's really interesting that she tries to stay in the two. Okay. How do you stay in the two Samantha? You got all the answers. How do you experience the richness of life between the two? We can acknowledge both baby. We can acknowledge the evil. We can acknowledge the good. We can acknowledge the happy. We can acknowledge the sad. But we can't shame people for being able to feel both. To me my personal opinion. A person that can feel both. And use both polarities. To create the richness of the experience. Because they know the journey is not. Super linear in that it is indeed very fluid and abstract. That is a person that can experience the true richness for me. Not shaming people because they choose to to feel a moment in a polarity like that's. I just feel like it's very surface level stuff, surface level stuff with nothing of substance to back it. You want to talk about 45, 45 with his presidency has been able to get all the closet races out and open here. Talk about every 45 seconds a child is dying needlessly. Nobody said anything about about that. Like you can hold attention for child hunger, which is wrong. And you can also hold injustice to people that are black in the same hand. You can hold it. You can hold it. You can hold it at the same time. Because it's a common thread again of the same thing you just said. Inhumanity amongst humans. Like yourself because you're a human too. That's a common thread that unites us all inhumane treatment. Unfortunately, it is what it is. So I just feel like it's like it's almost like she's saying, well, I know y'all hurting over there because y'all black. But I mean, let's talk about the children that are hungry. Okay, so uh, if I say that there's black children that's hungry, are you going to care? It's a child. Just so happen to be black. Black lives don't matter to Samantha Katie James. If you're a child and you're hungry, it matters to her. And what I don't like about spiritual elitists and spiritual racists is that they have an inability to feel empathy towards all suffering of all people. They can they stick to a cause. And and maybe it's her pageant indoctrination. Because I know with pageantry, you have to pick a certain thing you stand for, and that's your platform that you're running on, things like that. But there are some women that have won pageants or been pageant girls and have been able to be multifaceted with how they use their platform. So maybe she ain't really got it yet there mentally to where she can figure it out. But she done held close to this child hunger thing and poverty for so long, she done forgot to feel empathy to other groups. Prime example of spiritual elitism and racism. Oh, well, black people, y'all figure it out. Don't get mad. Don't fight. But... But there's a child that's hungry every 45 seconds. It sounds stupid. Then she has a poll that says, "Taking take fighting back at home. Easiest example. Did it solve your problems? Now she's looking for validation. Usually when spiritual elitists feel like they might have been pressed and they got their feet to the fire, they're looking for some kind of validation from public, uh, from the general public to see if they really resonate or not. They, they, they kind of need that like reassurance. So this is Samantha Katie Jane's way of saying, Hey, am I tripping? Like y'all agree, right? Right, it makes sense, right? I didn't, I didn't vote in the poll because I don't care. And plus, we know that that those polls are not really uh, accurate as there's software now, uh, marketing software where influencers with larger platforms. Not, not this is not nothing to do with her, but. And stories, the, the larger influencers, blue checks, if you ever seen a blue check and you're wondering why they're in your stories, more than likely they're not looking at our stories. That's marketing software to get you to see why they're in uh, your stories. You click the profile, you visit their profile, then they use retargeting ads to market to you because you've checked their profile. There are ways to retarget to where if you visit someone's profile by being nosy, you now being retargeted. So anybody that's ever looked at my profile, thank you because you'll be retargeted in the future. So with that being said, next slide. This is where the girl just keeps putting her foot in the mouth. At this point, she putting other people's foot in her mouth because she done put both of them in already. She says to the black people, relax. <laughs> girl, she said, relax. Take it as a challenge. Makes you stronger. You chose to be born as a, quote, colored person. Oh, wait. She put the you in it, y'all. That's she, color. You choose to be born as a colored person in America for a reason to learn a certain lesson, accept it as it is till now hunger and poverty still exists. It is what it is. It's inevitable. Best you can do is remain calm. Protect hearts. Don't allow it to crumble. That's your responsibility. Girl, this ain't the most pseudo-philosophical, fake, like, y'all, 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 look, look, it's time to deplatform platform these larger influencers that be talking this BS. This on some BS if I ever heard of it. Literally, she shit this out, picked it up from the toilet, put it on her phone decide decided to write it. I'm just, I just feel like certain things you got to leave. First of all, let me be very clear. Spiritually, elitism and racism go hand in hand. If you are non-black, let me make this very clear, and I feel comfortable speaking for my entire My entire black community, when I say this and listen carefully, you do not live this experience day to day. You may have black kids. You may have black family members through marriage. You may have a black spouse. You do not live this black experience as a black person in the daily. I know it's going to offend some of y'all because you don't like being told that you can't be included in a struggle. Unfortunately, you don't like being told that you can't be included in something. Step out of your ego and listen. You are not in a position as a non-black person to ever, ever, ever in your experience speak on how another black person should feel. Because you do not, again, the theme of this episode is depth and the range. You do not have the experience, the depth, or the range to speak on it. And when you feel like you are comfortable to speak on it, that lets me know that you would rather satisfy your ego than use your empathetic muscle to relate to those very people that you want to tell how to react. Sit it out. It would better serve you as a, as a non-black person to talk with black people to get their experience or to listen to black people when they may not want to talk, but they may want to speak their experience as a, um, a, in general on social media. Take notes. Don't give directives. When you give directives from a non-authoritative place or a place of non, um, non-relatability, it makes you look Stupid. It makes you look misinformed, and it makes you look out of touch, and it makes you look like a little bit of a racist and elitist. Don't be that person. Don't be Samantha Katie James. Don't put your feet in your mouth and continue to put your feet in your mouth, the other people feet in your mouth. And so now you just look like you're a piece of shit because you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Samantha Katie James and people that think like her do not Have the capability or the qualifying skills or experience to speak on black issues and how black people should feel. Don't ever put yourself in that category, y'all, because once y'all get put in that box, it's very hard to get out. She even says, and I'm taking this out. I'm taking this on her words. Relax. Take this as a challenge. It makes you stronger. First of all, as a non-black person. Samantha Katie James is in no position to determine what makes us strong as black people. We built the entire United States through our labor without pay. We've watched our children, our mothers, be raped by white slave masters. We've watched a system, after being freed, deny us the rights as we were three-fifths Of a human being in written law. Based on the same country. That founded the same country. And defined how the country that we built on. With our labor. Was around. That was the rule. So we buy it. We're bought as slaves. We build it. And we build it. And we're still not considered three-fifths of a human. By a law. We do not have equal rights. For hundreds of years inadequate everything housing pay treatment we were segregated we had lower quality everything semanticated james because you're not american and you don't uh have the ability or i don't know if it's laziness i don't know if it's your lack of comprehension i don't know what it is but all you had to do is pick up a history book a real one not one that's been rewritten do some real research and you would have known that black people have been very strong for generations. Try 400 some years. We've been strong. And then don't go through black history pre-slavery because we was out here getting it popping with mathematics. And other forms of invention. That helps set the very, um, the very world that you know. into so what it is. Like We started a lot of stuff. Our history don't just start with slavery. It goes way back. We was getting it popping before then. We've always been strong. Always been strong. We don't need a lesson. The lesson that people need to know as non-black people and people like you that are racist and elitist. Y'all lesson is y'all need to give everybody respect and empathy. Because if y'all don't, people are not going to be peaceful with y'all. They're going to take it how they get it. And how you get it is going to be your lesson to learn. That's the lesson around this mug right here. We ain't, as black people, we ain't got no lesson to learn when it comes to this. We are hunted because of our skin every day. We want to live our life every day. But the problem is, other people want to target us because of our skin. Our lesson is for y'all to get what it is, that we should not be attacked. And however y'all get it, that's going to be the lesson you were born here to learn. So if America got to burn, if people got to get it, In order for people to realize that black people need to be treated with the same empathy, respect that they treat other people, then so be it. It is what it is. Accept that as it is. Hunger and poverty exists all the way through. We know that. That's a never-ending issue. Racism is a never-ending issue. But the fact that you can feel so comfortable speaking on one and not the other like they don't exist lets me know that you got some growing to do, girl. You need to find you some mentors. You need to find you some elders and some history books and go get in there and study. Study them history books like you study them scripts for them little two movies you was in, sis, because you ain't, got the, you ain't got it all up in here. Your brain needs some work. All this spiritual work and you ain't flexing your muscle in the head of yours. You got to flex it. You got to use it. Because when you don't use your brain and when you don't critically think, you just kill them on the internet and you speak stupid stuff from a spiritual place when it really ain't spiritual. It's based on your own biases, your own lack of information remain calm, protect heart, don't allow it to crumble. We ain't gonna never crumble because like I said, black people gonna stay strong. We gonna stay strong. We mad. Don't get it twisted. We ain't weak because we mad. We not weak because we feel a way. I'm speaking for again. I feel comfortable speaking for my entire community when I say this. Black people are not weak because they're angry. We just tired of y'all not getting it. And whatever got to be done for y'all to get it, it just got to get done. I say. So it is. That's your responsibility to understand that at some point when the lesson's not being learned by the people it needs to be learned from, it gets learned however the divine will wants it to be learned. So here we are. Uh, So then what she does is, this is my favorite. When spiritual elitists say some stupid stuff like this or they say a really strong opinion, they try to make it. They already throw shade at people that's going to disagree. So what they do is they have a defense mechanism in how they present this point. uh, She says in the same post, of course, this is to those who understand uh, this level and state of mind, not for everyone. Everyone grows at a different rate. So what she just said is, if you disagree with me, you haven't grown to the level I've grown yet to comprehend. This is for those that really understand and have evolved enough to understand what I'm saying. So what she's saying is, this is for those that aren't American and don't really have anything to do with this, but feel like they're able to qualify on this because we just have to say something for the sake of having it because we don't know how to sit things out and not be included in things, and and take notes and really just kind of observe and critically think what's going on before opening our mouths. That is who she's talking to. Everybody else, y'all just dumb, y'all unevolved, y'all don't get it, and it's it's just kind of like wow, like you can just the reason why her her thing didn't even make me mad. It's because she came out so. It, it's just like the level of just the ability to like, not comprehend anything. It's just like wow, this is so blatant. Are you ser- <laughs> like girl? Is you serious? Then she says again, my favorite. It is what it is. Keep in mind that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Please, can we stop regurgitating these new age blankets? philosophies without providing real context please we need context samantha K. james anybody that thinks like her we need y'all to start providing context okay don't just say the sentence and run off say the sentence and say it with your chest and give concrete examples to your theories that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world says who says your your experience says spirit says god buddha allah whoever it is that you pray to who says this and who allows you to say this without context? I need y'all to start providing some receipts because this is getting out of hand. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So what Samantha Katie James said was, you guys are dealing with this stuff because you guys are, um you guys have some inner turmoil. Your world is, is crap because you're crap on the inside. You guys are being uh treated, uh, mistreated. A certain way on the outside because you you did something on the inside to warrant that spiritual elitists and spiritual racists always want to put it back on you they don't want to put it on the systems they don't want to put it on the responsibility of the people that are doing wrong to do better it's somehow the person that's being oppressed fault in this case Samantha K. James said it's black people's fault because y'all it's something within y'all that created this problem Anybody else is being oppressed. It's y'all fault. It's something that y'all did. Them dangerous, y'all. They Them them kind of people are dangerous. And that's what made me start being like, okay, I got to dismantle this way of thinking because this girl is out here really using her platform to influence people to think this way. This new age type of thinking got to go. She's just a prime example of it right now because she has a larger platform. It was her this year. Last year was Audrey Kitchen. Y'all see Audrey Kitchen and got the hell up out of here. She ain't really as popping as she was. Then she says, and this is my favorite, uh, another way that spiritual elitists operate is that they open discussion, but then mock your your critique. So she says, curiosity is good. Don't hesitate to message me if you want to clear confusion. I'm prepared for all kinds of responses. So she basically is on her high horse. She's standing tall on her ego and she's saying, I know what I'm talking about. I'm clear on what I said. I'm open to curiosity. That's a cute word for a critique or pushback. So she says, I'm open. Don't hesitate to message me to clear confusion, which means if you don't understand what she's saying, or if you have a problem with what she's saying, it's not on her because she clearly just said, if she contradicted herself, she said she, she, what did she say that contradicted herself? It was a lot of contradictions. Let me go backwards. First off, she had the contradiction where she said that she didn't mean the riot. She was talking about other people. Then she said she lives in America and it has nothing to do with her, but it seems like the whites won. So she's speaking on things confused because she don't know what she's talking about as an American or even as a person that's immigrated that lives in America that knows the experience. She doesn't know the experience. So she already contradicted herself. She spoke from a place of confusion. Yet she's saying if you're confused to clear it because it must be on you message me for the clarification. She pre- like you perpetuate the confusion. To clear your confusion, is what she should have said, message me. I'm prepared for all kinds of responses. You weren't prepared to have the discussion. So you should be prepared for all kinds of responses. Then she creates a further defense to make you feel like you're wrong for coming at her by saying this. Unhealed people always want to heal the world but they are the ones who are needs healing the most. They need the most love, the most attention. I know this because I was once like this. You're still like that, Samantha Katie James. And the reason why is because healing is a never ending process. We are always healing from something. So this is my favorite type. One of my all of these are my favorite types because it's just like it's so blatant. It's just like <laughs> y'all tripping. But it's just my favorite because it's like she's speaking. Out as if she isn't who she is. She spoke out against humans like she wasn't human. She spoke out against those that wasn't evolved because she's not evolved. She spoke against foolish humans because she's a foolish human. She's speaking about unhealed people against them like they wrong because she's still unhealed. It's a never-ending process. It is not even an attack. This is not an attack. So hear me very clear, y'all, when I say this. I'm not going to attack her background. But from a person who has training in mental health, I could look at her case and see there may be potentials for, e- for unhealed trauma. If you have not had access to your biological family, that can create a lot of trauma, a lot of hurt, anger, resentment, disillusion, and disappointment. So it's very interesting with her having that traumatic experience, she would not be able to relate to somebody that's been through trauma as well. It may not be hers exactly, but when you think about it, Black people have had some of the same issues, but differently in slavery and things like and other things like that, that caused people to lose their parents. How do you not get it? People with slavery lost a mother or a father, either to being sold, kidnapped or sold, or to being murdered. Fast forward for a couple hundred years, people are losing their families, their mothers, their fathers. To murder. To other forms of injustice. To drug addiction. To mental health issues that are not being resolved because of inadequate systems that do not have programs to assist them. Lack of finances. Things of that nature. How do you not get it, sis? You are already, and I say sis very loosely because you're no sister of mine. Spiritual sis, even as, as elitist and racist and as unintelligent as you are, you're not getting it. You have had. Trauma. How can you be in a position to say unhealed people? Whoop, 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 whoop. And then not relate to those same people. You have some issues too. That's wild to me. That is very interesting. You never met your father. You was giving up. How can you lose your empathy? That lets me know you ain't healed. The minute we lose our empathy, we have lost our ability to feel for others so i can't have nobody claim to be spiritual when they don't lost that empathetic part that allows them to be human and spiritual at the same time that you don't lost you missed something you're missing something you're lacking something you need to fix it don't come on this internet talking about everybody else fix yourself clearly there's an issue that you got that needs to be resolved i don't know if it can be resolved through Spiritual healing I don't know if it it can be resolved through a therapist but to even say that knowing that your experience came from something that could have been traumatic by not having access to your parents and then being raised by a family that you do not have a racial identity uh, with is very telling to me Samantha Katie James you got to deal with your own issues you got to fix it next then at this point she's in defense mode right. So, um, Nina, Neva Shiny responds to her at this point, since it's a critique, an open critique, she don't want to screenshot and and crop nothing. She want to put it out there. Right. So what she does is when, when, and I I don't, I don't know if Neva, uh, Shiny is black, but Neva says these, and she responds to the black part. She says, these deaths are just a quote challenge to overcome with silence They chose to be born as a colored person, accepted as it is? Dear Miss X Universe M, as much as it breaks my heart that poverty still exists, that children and babies are dying, this is not something you compare one is not greater than the other it is all lives that have been taken away just because you're not born in america it does not mean you cannot voice out and create awareness help or protest this is injustice that is as grave as all the other issues the world is facing just because there are other issues it does not mean we have to stay silent this is in fact evitable it can be stopped people are fighting for it to stop george floyd's death is only the tip of the iceberg there have been many deaths, and this has hit the very top of people's patience. How long more do you expect them to stay silent? And then she even said, also, the holier-than-thou mindset, time for you to reevaluate, sis. You clearly showed how privileged you are by these posts of yours. So now she's mad. Now Samantha mad, because she put all of that out. Didn't, didn't, um, didn't crop her or nothing. So she says, excuse me, laughing emoji. Usually folks that's pressed like that when they when they know they was wrong, they normally laugh, right? So she says, I've always had to put Lane Lane in the forms where we tick our race and in some forms we feel Lane Lane doesn't exist. In case you don't know, I was insulted all of my life for being a white girl in a local Malaysian school. The headmistress herself told me to I don't know what this is in the language, but it's Jangan Bawa Budawa Bawa Me Sokola. I don't know what that means. If y'all are Malaysian please uh fill me in on that Uh, Also, I've always wondered all my life why I'm born here in Malaysia with a Chinese mother and a Brazilian father and raised by an Indian family. So I speak from firsthand experience, not from what I read online. Your experience, as valid as it is for you, is never comparable or validated to say that you know what blacks feel like because you don't. You don't. And the fact that you listed that experience and you still can't empathize with black people lets me know you have lost your mind. You have She says she's a white girl. She's not white. You have a Chinese mother and a Brazilian father. Ma'am, Samantha K. James, you're not white. You're not white. So we have an identity crisis here. So we got a woman with an identity crisis that's going to try to tell black people how to feel. You don't even know how to feel right now. Let's call it a thousand. You're laughing at somebody checking you on something because it's true. You don't even know how to feel. You're saying you're raised. You are No, you're being a white girl. You said you have a Brazilian father who you don't know, a Chinese mother who gave you to a foster family, and you were raised by an Indian family. You do not know what it's like to be black. And to be honest, you have had quite an interesting, uh, interesting experience growing up because you yourself don't seem to have been raised with your own cultural identity. So you can't tell nobody has been raised with theirs how to feel. You out of line. You're out of line. You are out of bounds. It is messed up that you got treated the way you got treated, but you still don't have the right, because you haven't quite figured out what happened with you, to tell black folks how to feel. Until somebody's murdering your Indian family because they're Indian, you still might not be able to relate because you're not Indian. You were raised by them, but that's not your experience. Until someone's being murdered for simply being Chinese, you're not going to get it. But you just called yourself being, uh, you're a white girl. So you're, you, I don't know. I don't know. You're probably not going to get it because you don't know who to identify with it. Maybe some, maybe some new people, they, you know, some people say they transcended race and, and because they transcended race, they can't relate to things that happen, um, when it comes to other races because they, they feel like they're too good to address it. It's beneath them. Race is beneath them. So I don't know if you're one of those, but to me, you sound very lost and you sound very confused. You probably need to figure out your own stuff and why you were uh, oppressed because of your own experience. Before you open your mouth about black people, you can't, you can't, you, you you can't relate to this. You can't, you can't. So she says, "You want attention? Now take." So she did it to blast Neva Shiny. So then someone else, I guess, since this was a, a soft critique, she again gives these people the dignity of um, cropping them out. She says. I don't quite get this post, Samantha, but what do you mean by chose to be born? She said, Like our souls. They chose this life, this country, this race, this human form specifically for a reason. I always wonder why I'm born in Malaysia as a white girl with Chinese mom and Indian grandparents and Brazilian dad. I chose all this for a reason as a soul. Ma'am, speak for yourself. You chose all of this shit. We didn't choose this. I'm not going to sit there and say I chose for somebody to mistreat me. No. No. Because what you do with this thinking, Samantha Cady James, the people that think like her, when you're spiritually elitist and racist... You put all the responsibility of the oppressing on the oppressed and not the people that are oppressing. And that is where you fuck up royally. And I need y'all to understand when people think like this and put all of the behavior on the oppressed, that is a clear way to absolve people that do the oppressing and not hold them wrong. In case you guys haven't seen thus far, we have not made not one point of Samantha Katie James blaming people that oppress for oppressing. This has all been deflection on people that have been oppressed they're black people they don't deserve to be um they don't deserve to be um cared for they don't deserve to have an empathetic stance on it's their fault uh they chose this life uh it happens to them that's what she's saying um if I sat there and said that the children that she goes so hard for that they chose to be hungry and in poverty that would sound really stupid right because it is so it's just really interesting how People can reflect these general statements on one group, but don't have that same energy for another. Or use these mindsets to never hold oppression uh, or people that do the oppressing accountable. So then someone else says, again, this is another uh another blast. She put this person on blast, Muntas, Muntas Sir Mohammed. They repost, imagine being this stupid. Someone collects Samantha Katie at once. She said, Yes, I'm stupid. So at this point, she's not liking the attention. So rather than hold that attention and um, be patient. And um, what did she say? Don't let your heart crumble. Be of love. She's like, yes, I'm stupid. So she's purposely putting these people out here and not cropping them out because she wants some type of Internet retribution from her fan base. I know it. I know um, a, a fan call when I see one. She wants Samantha, Katie James, Hive to go up there and start attacking folks because she doesn't like how she's being talked to. So she's going to play the classy role and not step out of, quote unquote, her character and try to let other folks handle her lightweight. Because if she handles her lightweight, it contradicts everything she said about being a person of love and just finding that little, little bit of moment between uh, beautiful and not so beautiful that makes it rich. She's trying to stick to that ideology. She's created that character so she has to stay in character. If she doesn't, then it makes her look stupid and incredible. <clears throat> here's another one she also put this person on blast maxwell russell says the same thing that uh kind of sort of in the same thing that i said maxwell russell said translation she's saying you're black therefore you deserve this nothing you can do will change and just let it happen he said are you fucking stupid how can you be so exposed to the world and different cultures and still be this uneducated so at this point this is where a person of sound mind, body, and spirit would say, "Okay, empathy talking. My words, regardless of intent, may have hurt someone. Let me reevaluate what I may have said and the disconnect and how I communicated and how it was interpreted." She does not want to do that because it takes a it takes being wrong. It takes being able to admit that you might be wrong for that to happen. So rather than do that, she steps on her she she stands firm on that spiritual elitist racist nature she has. And just says, you know what? I'm not even going to evaluate myself. Let me evaluate the critique. She says, I have power over you because I managed to tick you off. Here, I'm laughing at my phone screen. Get what I mean now? It's okay. Don't need to. Just let that sink in. So now, rather than laugh at her phone and, and keep it moving through her day, she has to let it be known that she's not pressed. And when you let it be known that you're not pressed and you're not bothered, guess what? You're bothered. She's bothered. She did not know that she was going to get heat for this. She thought she was going to be able to speak something as authoritative and as strong as she did and go on about her day, but she's realizing she's getting more heat than positive comments. So what she has to do is now say that, um, rather than say, you know what? I see what this, you know, I I can understand, but I still agree. She couldn't even have the balls to agree to disagree. You didn't have to fight with somebody to agree to disagree. She could have said, I have my view. You have your view. We can leave it at that. That's not what I meant. She could have said that. But instead, she says, I have power over you, elitist, because I managed to tick you off. Because here I am laughing at my phone screen. So while she's saying she's laughing at her phone screen, she's saying indirectly, passive aggressively, that she is not validating these people's opinions. You guys are jokes to me. I'm mocking you. See what I mean? I don't care about what you got to say. I'm on my high horse. I can't get beneath my high horse to deal with you guys. You're foolish. You're humans. You're peons. That's what she's saying. Now, there are situations where we let people get power over us on something petty. But I don't think that applies when it comes to systematic oppression and injustice. Certain things you just can't. It's just not working. It's just not working. This is not a petty matter, ma'am. This is something that's very, very, very much intergenerational. Very, very, very much been perpetuated for centuries. And um, the fact that you would laugh at people... Critiquing your tone-deaf approach in unintelligent approach, that in itself is laughable. It's like wow, the deflection and the defense is real. Another person, little Asian Thicky. That's no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling her that. That's the person's name that said this. She said, and again, she put her on blast <laughs> because I guess it wasn't a gentle, soft critique. It was too hard for her. She couldn't handle it. It made her feel away. She says. Samantha, hi. I just want to say that you could have used your very big platform to generate conversations towards working a solution. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, but I hope you understand the multiple facets of racism, which has provided you the, quote, privilege to view uh, racial inequality this way. It really is not your place to speak over black people. You may be an Asian brown woman in Malaysia. No, little Asian think she says she's white. She did not say she's a brown Asian woman. She said she's white. My fellow Asians that is listening, did y'all hear that? Did y'all see that on her page? She said she had a Chinese mother, Brazilian father, but she's a white girl. Light skin? Yes. White? No. She has very, very strong features. She is not a white woman. That lets me know that she has been indoctrinated with the bullshit. She is just as much a part of the problem of white supremacy as other things of white supremacy. Denying who you are because being white is socially acceptable is... Is a problem. Samantha Katie James. Has a problem. With accepting who she is. As a Chinese Brazilian woman. She is not white. So if y'all got access to her. If y'all know people that think like that. Please tell your people that think like that. And when I say people. I mean family, friends, co-workers, colleagues, whatever. Whoever is close to you that you love. Your people that you consider your people. If they are denying their ancestry. Because being white is socially acceptable and they don't even look white, they have a problem. There's a racial identity problem they need to fix because they somehow discarded their original ancestry as being valid and being okay to be accepted because being white is the is the norm. They think white is right. Help them fix it, send them to some. send them to somebody. I don't know if it can be seriously. mess up professional, uh, something. They, they, they got a problem, they got a problem, a big problem. So, going back to what Little Asian Thickey said, you do not get to speak over a race whose history has been subject to racial oppression and discrimination from the dawn of time. And if you have read The Destruction of Black Civilization by Chancellor Williams, non black people, please read it. If you haven't, you will see why black people are feeling the way they feel. This is not just one instance, this is yet another in a centuries old cycle of BS that we don't ask for. Nobody chooses. To be oppressed. Let's call that thing. Let's call that what that is. So, a Little Asia Thinky says, I hope you do realize how much you're overstepping on the issue and take down your posts. Please generate productive conversations on racial inequality. To be honest, Little Asia Thinky gathered up quite nicely, quite classified. I like that. I really enjoyed that. I like that type of checking. But this is what the girl did. Samantha said, You mean. Please generate anger and hate like you did so I can be like you. That lets me know that she does not know how to hold herself accountable as a quote unquote wise and sage as she thinks she is. A wise person knows when they've overstepped. A wise person can hold their accountability without being told to hold it. A wise person, at least the way I've been taught, a wise person can be critiqued without being offended. And so since she's offended, she wants to blast these people and have a response. And and she's even, again, she's projecting. She's even claiming that little Asian as as calm and as nicely worded as that approach was, was generating hate. No, Samantha, you generated hate by your own words, on your own volition. She said, also, you mean, please say what you want to hear? Sorry that I'm not following what you're doing. So now she's trying to say, y'all trying to tell me to say this, 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 this. Now, granted, I can understand you want to feel like you you should be able to express yourself on your platform. So I get that because I would never want nobody to tell me how to operate on my platform. But what I would do is if someone is saying that if if, if a lot of people are saying that my my words may have been tone deaf, whether I'm going to agree with it or not, I'm going to investigate that. Because clearly, like I said, something that I may have said, regardless of the intent of what was being said, may need to be further clarified it might even be uh, needs to be atoned for if it caused uh, divisiveness or offensiveness inadvertently to another person or a collective group again Samantha James is not mentally evolved or competent to apparently think critically on that or to even look inward to figure that out so she's gonna just continue to deflect and project then little Asian thicky response that says if you see it as anger and hate then so be it people are entitled to emotions on racism but i am angry because racial inequality should make you angry we should want better for everyone if you didn't want to talk to uh, directly talk about black lives matters or other uh, races or certain races there are positive messages to be spread on racial equality please read up on privilege colorism and systematic racism please read up on the tucked away stories and violence of people affected by racism at least then, if your stance hasn't changed, maybe it can be approved upon. Little Asian Thicky didn't use not one bit of profanity, didn't cuss her, did call her no kinds of names, didn't attack her or nothing. It was a very, again, classy response. And then he said, she said, sure, we'll do, little Asian Thicky. Now, you would think that might be an open way to accept her criticism, right? But she puts, uh, I get, it looks like it was a gif that says like thick thighs on the side. So she's mocking her because her name is little Asian Thicky." Like she's basically just mocking her name at this point. Like that's how you know people that are spiritually elitist and racist don't have a point to stand on. They start attacking little petty stuff that don't matter. It's almost like when white folks or non-black people uh, try to call black people the N-word out of anger. Uh, it's already been done. Try harder. Let's do something else. Oh, that's why y'all ain't got fathers. Next, too easy. That's why y'all always angry. Next, too easy. Like y'all start hitting like the low-hanging fruit that don't really do nothing. And if you get sucked. It's not because the word has power. It's just because it's just like at some point, I mean, somebody got to show you. Like, it's just, you know, like, I don't think people realize, like, that we peep the emotional um, unintelligence, emotional uh, immaturity of people, uh, the lack of intelligence of racist and spiritually elitist people and spiritually racist people when they think like this. Like, we peep it. You think you're intelligent. You're not. Um, and when you start thinking that you know everything, you know, nothing. So here we have Samantha K. James acting like she knows everything and she's the end all be all of when it comes to racial matters because of her one experience that has nothing to do with the racial matter that she spoke on. That just lets me know she knows absolutely nothing. This one, she tried to crop out, but I still see her, uh, her name. Her name is Vaishna Vimir. And she says, I'm sorry, but what if someone told you to just accept the teacher speaking to you like that? Talking about the teachers, um, I guess, saying negative things to her as a white girl in the classroom with a Chinese mother and a Brazilian father. She says, how can you uh, what if someone told you to accept just a teacher speaking to you like that? How could you as a minority here to minorities in the U.S. to just accept it? No one should be just accepting blatant racism towards anyone. You can recognize that you've been insulted based on your race. And that's true. She can. I I agree with I I agree with Vaishna on that. But Vaishna also says, but the blacks in the U.S. are being murdered just for being black. No one chooses to be born a certain race. And that's not a choice that's put in our hands. I've never checked the form saying that I want to be born a a Chindian. Um, I'm assuming Chindian means Chinese Indian. I got to double check that. Um, any, any being born a certain race does not excuse racism in any form. In this case, black Americans are systematically oppressed. We have no right to tell them to just accept it. Vaishna, Vimir, shout out to you because you get it. But Samantha, even with you trying to speak to Samantha, does not get it. Samantha says, it is what it is. How we respond says everything about us. She's still not checking her critique. She's still repeating the same regurgitated words. It is what it is. Our outer world is our, our, it's a reflection of our inner world. It, how we respond says everything about us. She's not taking accountability. At this point, a shutdown or a meltdown is on the way because usually, When you get into this, when you're back into a corner, you just start repeating stuff. You're not able to clearly articulate points because you don't have any. You never had any. Now, I'm assuming these people that hit her up were Malaysian. So now she's saying, I don't understand why Malaysians are so super bothered by it. Laughing emoji. Bro, we are all okay. Only until now, we are doing just fine. Stop watching Netflix, please. So now she's looking for solidarity. After she just sat there and just separated herself and said she's a white girl in Malaysia... With a Chinese mother and Brazilian father raised by an Indian family. She's like, I mean, we're all okay. Like, we're fine. We're fine. Why are y'all mad about this? Why are Malaysians mad at this? We're good. We're good. Stop watching Netflix. Y'all doing too much. So she's basically saying now... Black people are dealing with this stuff over there. Let them deal with it. Why are y'all caring about what's going on with them black folks all the way uh, from Malaysia? Y'all, we're good. We are good. Malaysians are good. Why do we care? I'm a white girl technically. with a Chinese mother and Brazilian father raised by an Indian family, but we are all okay. Why are y'all mad? Do y'all see what I mean when I say spiritual elites and racists don't know what they be talking about? And they don't even know they racist or they can't handle being critiqued, being racist. Or being elitist. So they start trying to find ways to get the solidarity. That they thought they was having by saying such dumb statements. And they get weird and upset when they get critiqued. Then they still try to find a way to unify. And say no 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 we're good we're good don't worry about them we're good. Like girl. Girl. Then she reposts something saying media it will choose what truth you should know. The gag is Samantha. I was on the front line. At the protest yesterday, the media showed both forms on certain platforms. The truth you should know. Is that what you think is truth is not truth at all. She's trying to now say that the media is the reason why the Netflix is the news articles, all that stuff. She's trying to say that the media is creating the truth. And that's why these folks is mad. It's a very passive-aggressive way to say they're being programmed by the media. No, common sense is common sense. Common sense says that everyone should be treated equally. That's common sense. That's not the media. That's common sense. If you don't have it, then you probably need to go find a way to get some. But no. Now, this person, she is protected because they're saying something she wants to hear. The person says, it's kind of surreal how your message was more how rioting and dealing with problems and anger isn't the way. And now everyone has gone to a Sammy bashing spree. Oh my God, I'm sending you love. So basically what she's saying, and honestly, she didn't say that. She said, I wasn't talking about the riots. So she wasn't even talking about the riots per her own words. She letting folks create the narrative. Now, it's sad that you, were- it's sad that, oh my God, it's sad that I can't believe. No, you you should believe it. Because when you make racially insensitive comments like this, you get what you get. As you said, it is what it is. So it's just weird. Like she literally says like the rule of problem is never racism. It's just a way to express their inner unhealed part. A chance for them to let out whatever that is. It was never about racism to begin with. Everything comes from a hurt inner child. And this is where Samantha Katie James exposes her own hand. Katie... Samantha Caddy James is projecting on others, particularly black people, saying that it's not about racism. It is about a hurt inner child and that black people should not talk about racism and anguish and things and that, that upset them. They should just be of love because she has lost her own power to speak up for herself as someone that has experienced racial oppression herself. She herself... Everything coming from her when it comes out, she's talking to us as black people is coming from her own hurt inner child. Let's get into that, shall we? She is trying to say the root of the problem is never racism. We are just unhealed as a people and that we just use being killed and murdered unjustifiably to let out whatever other unhealed trauma we have. It was never about racism, according to Samantha Katie James. And that lets me know that she's not even talking about black people here. She is talking about herself and herself only because. She I personally think and this is going to be a radical. <laughs> it's going to be a radical uh, statement. I think personally, Samantha Katie James is jealous. That she is uh, that she's jealous of black people being able to speak up uh, to defend themselves and to get their respect. Because somewhere along the line, being raised as a white girl with a Chinese mother and a Brazilian father in a Malaysian country, she has lost her ability to speak. She has lost the ability to stand up for herself. She has lost the ability to feel anger. She has lost the ability to be able to do something with that anger to get people to understand and respect who she is as a person. She's mad at black people for speaking up about things they are unhappy about because she herself does not have the balls mentally, physically or spiritually to stand up for herself. So rather than deal with it herself, she's projecting her own unhealed inner child onto black people. To her, black people are all hurt inner children struggling to re- uh, react in a way that's constructed when it's really just her. It's just her. She's mad that she didn't smack the shit out of that teacher that disrespected her for being a white girl with a Chinese mother and Brazilian father in a Malaysian classroom. She's mad because she has not been able to really get her point across and being able to rectify those situations where she felt like she was less than and did not do what she had to do to make them feel like she was a person worthy of respect regards to race. That's what it boils down to. Samantha Katie James and people that think like her are spiritually elitist and spiritually racist get mad when people speak up about their issues because they don't have it in them. Either somebody snatched the power from them or they somehow just shrank down to where they don't have it in them anymore to where they feel like, you know what, let's just cover up this wound of me not being able to heal from this and just say that everything should be positive. We shouldn't fight. Fighting is not the answer. Fighting didn't work for me. I didn't have the ability to fight. I didn't have the courage to fight. Therefore, if you fight, you're less than because I'm looking at you through my own eyes as a reflection of myself and not who you really are and not what the real issue is. Come on, Samantha, Katie James. Let's call it what it is, baby. You got some stuff you got to figure out. And you need to stop putting it on black people and people that disagree with you because you need help. Heal your inner child first. Just because you had some issues with your race as an inner child doesn't mean you can speak for 400 plus years of a group experiencing suffering. Would you say that about those children? That, are, that every 45 seconds they starving? Would you say that about every child that's in poverty? Would you say that with your mouth that you said about black people that those children chose to be oppressed and that they're hurt inner children? Those children are being hurt as children. So what blame would you put on them? Does it Does it apply to all groups? Let me know. Because you spoke very general, very collectively. And that just lets me know that you really are a racist. You sat there and said it wasn't about race. When we clearly know that it's only because of race. And you said that it's about an unhurt child. We're all, all millions of us, all, however hundreds of millions of us it is on this earth. We all just unhealed inner children. Just fighting for a way to just, we just fighting to be healed. No, girl, you are loud and wrong, baby. You loud and all kinds of wrong. I ain't never heard nobody be this damn tone deaf in the generation you're in. You are a girl. Seriously. We not even living in times where there's like segregation in the United States like that. The word like it was literally just blacks only and whites only and things like that. We live in a world where there's more experience with different groups of people. And you really fished up about to say that. That lets me know you don't like black people. Now, you might have had a black person in the past. That don't mean you like them. That just means you like that black person. So let's not do that. Even if you didn't, you still don't have the... Like, that. that's even worse. Sometimes people jump out of pocket because they feel like they dated a black person or two. They can talk. No, you can't talk. But the fact that... At least on black issues. But it's like, it's weird. Like, <laughs> you're projecting, Samantha. You're hurt and you're unhealed. And you're trying to project this bigger than, larger than life persona that you've healed all of your hurts. But the fact that you speak about other people with the, uh, with the lack of empathy that you do... It almost sounds like you're anti-black. No, no, you are anti-black. You're anti-black and you're speaking from a place of your own experience that you have not healed yet. So let's just call a thing a thing, baby. When you listen to this episode or when someone heals it or, or anybody else thinks like her, if you know somebody that thinks like this, please give them some help. I'm going to keep saying that. Give them some help. Because they view other people they don't know like this. Especially with the lack of understanding the history and the systems that oppress those people. They're not speaking about them. They're speaking about themselves. Get their ass some help, please. Then, she calls out another person. The person said, I don't ever do this. But since I'm attention seeking. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Samantha Bramacharini. All right. So... Let me see here. <laughs> so the girl basically says she's tone deaf. Bells KT. And then the girl said, um, for someone who preaches self-awareness, there is none here for how tone deaf you are. She said, nah, I'm gonna help you share. So at this point, she's like, anybody that um, disagrees with me, fine. Um, let's jump on the trending bandwagon. Let's do it. Now, normally, if it was something petty, I can see why she would feel this way. Like it was something like if it was something that wasn't as deep as a black issue, she just said something that she disagreed with. And people are like, you know, man, okay, fine. But the fact that she is still even (laughs) using this, Let's jump on the trending bandwagon. I reached out to her myself. I told her I said, don't worry, we're going to get it done. Don't even trip. I'm going to make sure you get your trending. Then she says, the same very people that fight for injustice respond in such ways. Such nasty comments. What a shame. I see the true colors now. Says everything about a person, how they respond to such a situation. What a great lesson. Yes, Samantha Katie James, what a great lesson to see how you respond when you say something tone deaf and you react in a way that is self-righteous and still lacks the empathy for those people that you projected on because you yourself have an unhealed inner child and an identity issue when it comes to your race. Your true colors have shown and it has been a great lesson that inspired me to do a podcast to alert others how dangerous people like you are and people that think like you are to make sure that we call your ass to task to make sure that we do not ever support and deplatform anything you ever have going on. It's a great lesson today. Monday morning I had something completely different plan but you have shown your true colors, and I was guided by spirit to do an episode out of schedule, four days early, because you have shown your true colors with how much of a spiritually elitist racism. Uh, center person you are you're a racist spiritually mentally emotionally you also are an elitist you're tone deaf you're uninformed and that is dangerous and people like you have to be called out and honestly you need to lose everything you have I hate to say it No, I don't. But you don't need to get no more acting roles. You don't need to get any more abilities to get into pageants. You don't even need the platform you got because your platform, you abuse your platform. It's very obvious and you don't deserve it. There are many people that really are about self-awareness and racial equality that would love to have the following you have so that they could actually preach what's right And not what's being projected because of some traumas you ain't had the balls to deal with. Or because of your inability to handle confrontation or stand up for yourself. Now she blasting childhood friends. Now she at least blocked them. uh, Blocked their name out. I don't understand this. A childhood friend of mine following the mass. Instead of calling me up and hearing it from me. Shows everything about them. No, no, no. You put it out publicly. And you expected solidarity initially. You made the the poll. It didn't work, apparently. Then you called out the Malaysians that you said yourself you don't identify with. That didn't work. Now you're realizing that people that you know don't agree with you because they don't want to be associated with you. They're embarrassed to be associated with you, Samantha Katie James. Instead of calling you, they called you out publicly because they're embarrassed by you. They're embarrassed by being publicly connected to you. So to cover their own butt, they are purposely absorbing themselves of being connected to you by calling you out. That is why you should be hurt that someone is embarrassed and you should be embarrassed and hurt that the reason why that they are not uh, calling you publicly and doing it privately is because of your own actions. Be embarrassed and hurt by your own actions. But she's still deflecting. Shows everything about them. Thank you, universe, for showing me what they actually are. This is a great lesson for me. I see it all now. It is not their fault. They don't know any better. Um, You're right. It's not their fault. It's actually your fault because you don't know better. So that was the last I seen. I will be running an ad to make sure that people understand that Samantha Cady James, people like her, are dangerous. Please do not follow this type of thinking. This is what we don't need as a collective, black or otherwise. We do not need people like Samantha Katie James thinking like this. We do not need people that think like her being able to have large, successful running platforms. Those need to be demonetized, deplatformed, defunded, de-engaged, whatever D de- it is to break it down. They don't deserve the ability to influence people on a grand level like that with such poison. When you see it, call it out. Samantha, Katie, Jans, people that think like her. Uh, I hope you get the help you need. Um, you clearly need it, and at you know un- until y'all figure out the damage in the words that you say, others like myself will continue to be on your necks until otherwise. We on your head to otherwise, and I will continue to bring attention to it until it changes. So I have spent a lot of time talking, but that was. Volume 2, Spiritual Elitism with the Side of Racism, um, featuring the uninformed, emotionally immature, unintelligent, Samantha Katie James. Um, Racial Identity Issues, Lack of Empathy, uh, Moral Superiority, Spiritual Superiority Complexes. Lots of complexes with this one here, y'all. She's a dangerous one. She was a good case study. Study her, know her, so you can avoid her. And understand how to deal with her. Because Samantha Katie James. Is not, she's not an anomaly. There are many others that think like her. They're dangerous. Remember. People that don't have personal power. Will always have a problem with those. That are able to stand up for themselves, themselves. And use their own. She is mad at black people. Because she does not have the power. To speak up for herself. She does not know how to resonate with anger. Because she was shamed more than likely. or Or stripped of the ability to feel that anger. And do something constructive with it. She don't know no better. She thinks she do. She thinks she wise. She thinks she's sage. But she's neither. She's not self-aware. She's blind. She is ignorant. Okay? So now that we know, we can collectively continue to call those people out and to also let others know that is not okay. So with that being said, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope y'all boiled some tea or something. Or I didn't know I was going to go this long, but... We had to we had to mentally break it down. We had to break it down. She had the opportunity to clarify. She chose not to clarify. She chose to stand 10 toes down. She chose to bend over and put 10 fingers to the ground. She stood very strong in this. And had she not stood strong in this, I probably would have left alone. Usually people take some time and let some hours pass and they realize they was tripping. They come back. She's still not only um, standing strong in her dumb beliefs. She's now ridiculing people that are coming to her with common sense common sense, logic, etc. She's doing everything but trying to hold herself accountable and that's the problem with society is that we have let people that don't want to hold themselves accountable walk free and we have also forgotten that the oppressive behavior needs to be reflected back on the oppressor, not those that's being oppressed. So with that, being, so I hope y'all enjoyed the podcast episode. Don't forget to sign up for Tribe Letter. It's free every Monday and Thursday at spiritualhomegirl.com or spiritualhomegirl.shop or on social media. You can click any of my links to sign in. It comes to your email. I'm going to actually do that email later on today because today is Monday. Um, so also, I'll be, I will be doing a Patreon. For those that want to work with me a little bit more deeper, I've realized that... Um, I have to provide something for everyone. So if people want to opt in, I want to give them the opportunity to do so. Patreon will be coming soon. Also, for those that have not gotten my free meditation guide, please sign up uh, for it at um, spiritualhomegirl.shop if you want to get it. Also, if you're on social media, I have it in my link tree. Please feel free to sign in, tap in, get you a nice one-minute meditation um, trick if you have trouble meditating. For those that have gotten the homegirl meditation guide, homegirl makeover Homegirl meditation makeovers. Thank y'all. I enjoy being able to uh, do custom meditations with you all and guided meditations and being able to um, help you all develop a practice. And we kind of talk about things from a a one on one perspective, a much deeper level to um, get you started on your own practice. So shout out to y'all for taking advantage of your uh, your wellness, your mental health and wellness with that. So thank y'all for that. Also, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. I have been putting out podcasts a little off schedule, y'all, but the world is kind of um, the world has been all over the place and things are just coming to me. And and like I said, when I'm guided to put it out, um, as I would prefer to put it out on Home Girl Thursday, as that's my my day, um, I'm clearly going against the grain here and I'm just kind of going uh, taking this day by day. So thank you all for riding with me on that. Also, uh, what else is going on? If you order, oh, my orders are going out tomorrow. So if you order a catch your breath uh, aromatherapy inhaler, for those that don't know, I have a um, aromatherapy certification. So I made a inhaler that's designed to open the lungs, ease the spirit and calm the mind um, and hopefully perk the mood, depending on which sensitivity is to the particular blend that I made. A little uh, herbal, a little floral, a little uh, citrus, a little minty. So that's what we roll with uh, with this blend. I can't tell you what's in it because it's a proprietary blend. So um, I can't get that secret away. But for those that got my Crystal Infused Aromatherapy Inhalers, um, thank y'all for giving me feedback on them. I'm glad you guys love them. I use them, okay? I'm not going to sell y'all something I don't use. And for those that ordered them, your order will be going out tomorrow, first thing tomorrow, okay? So stay um, looking at your tracking number for that because all of my orders do come with tracking numbers. And is there anything else that's going on? Gosh, it's a lot. It's so much I'm doing. I've been, man, I've been studying so much. Y'all if y'all haven't heard my episode about um, anger being okay. The last podcast episode, please tap in. I, I kind of give a hint as to what I've been doing, but man, it's been so many great things I've been picking up and I want to continue to build um, what I create for everyone, uh, whether free or paid based on what I'm learning. I'm really excited to share that with you all because I know it's going to help. So that's what I'm about. I'm about helping. So we're going to, we're going to get through this y'all. And we're gonna continue, like I said, to recognize what doesn't fit in the direction we wanna go in. And Samantha Katie James's mentality and others like her, they don't fit. They don't align. So we have to remember once they don't align, we can't we can't fool with it no more. We can't support it. It can't be supported. It gotta be defunded, the platform demonetized, um, and disassociated with, detached from. So I just want to I had to break this down. It was a long breakdown. I apologize for going long, but it had to be said. So with that being said, thank y'all for listening to the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Tap in with your girl. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Spiritual Homegirl, and YouTube at Spiritual Homegirl as well. And I am out, y'all. Trust the journey. Trust yourself. Love y'all. Stay vigilant. Peace. Peace.